Cool. So bonus round. Let's let's talk about games with travel in mind. So you, a game that's mobile, you know, that's easy to pick up and put in your pocket or put in your bag and go on the road and not have to worry about losing all the pieces of something like that. Let's let's talk about that. Now, what are some games that you love to take on the road with you? Yeah, I mean, I like I mentioned earlier, I really like Salmon Run. Um, I like I like games that are small, compact, and you can play, you know, in the the 15 to 30 minute range uh, with a large group of people. Yeah, now salmon uh, run or was it happy salmon? Oh, sorry. Happy salmon. Okay, cool. Right. Salmon yeah, runs yeah. a completely different game. <laughs> right. And that's a little, <laughs> yeah, a little more complex, but happy salmon. That's the one where, you know, you're, you're yelling at each other and you're like slapping hands and doing all the mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's a real, I've played that a lot uh, with some. I like friends. that the bag um, can be sort of like stuffed into a pocket if you need it to be. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of really, like bananagrams, you know, it's just super yeah. easy to, to transport. And so what are, yeah. what are some other games? You mentioned Sushi Go before the show. We were talking about this. And Sushi Go has got yeah. that nice little tin carrying case with the one I have. And so that makes it super easy. What are some other games? Um, I like code names. Now, of course, the box is a little bit bigger. But you can take the components out. And you can put it in a smaller box. Yeah. You don't have to have the code names box. Um, but that is a great game that you can play with you know, 10, 15, 20 people. Um, another game that's, I guess, more not really geared towards kids, but more family, is uh, Word on the Street. Do you know Word on the Street? No, what is that one? So it is a word game. It's like a tug-of-war of letters where you have all these letters in the middle of the board, and you're trying to pull the letters to your side, and the other team's trying to pull them back to their side. And it gets to a certain point where if you pull the letters off the board on your side, you capture the letters. Oh, okay. And you have to capture you know, seven or eight letters to win the game. How you move the letters is by... You have cards that say, okay, a, a type of uh, Italian food. And so you have to think of a word, you know, that's the type of Italian food. So I might say spaghetti. So if I say spaghetti, I can move each letter one space for, you know, how many, um, how many times it's in the word. So I can move the S this way, the P that way, and I can keep moving the letters over for that's my turn. And then the other team will go, and they'll maybe a type of soft drink. And they they have to think of a word and move the letters back. It's pretty gotcha. cool. That does sound pretty cool. I'll check that one out. It might help my kids read a little bit better or understand their. Yeah, letters. they have a they have a junior version. Uh, now, I also like if we were looking for a little bit more strategy. You know, I'll bring Ticket to Ride. I'll bring Settlers. Um, a, a game that I really like that I just got a couple months ago is World's Fair, uh, yeah. eighteen ninety three, um, from uh, Renegade Games. Mm-hmm. Really like the I really like the flavor text on it because it's like a history lesson. I yeah. don't know if you play that game, but you're like, oh, I get to learn about all these cool exhibits at the fair. Yeah, and so let's talk about some things to think about from the design aspect of a game that you want to be portable, that you want people to be able to take it to the bar, take it on family vacation, whatever it is. What are some things that designers need to be aware of when they're in that design space? Yeah, um, I never think durability. I mean, you obviously, if you're going to be around you know, either a bar or people, there's probably going to be food and drink. Yeah. Uh, so there's a chance that something can be spilled or you got sticky fingers. Uh, so you want to make sure that your cards or components are high quality. Uh, I think that's important to know. Um, I think it's got to be a, a game that um, can be easily taught within a couple of minutes. I mean, yeah. like we talked about earlier, you don't want to be sitting around the bar for 15 minutes and everyone's trying to figure out how to play the game. Yeah. So, and then the footprint, um, that's the word I was looking for. I was saying blueprint earlier. Footprint was the word I was looking gotcha. for. 
So you need to typically when you're you're maybe at a bar or uh, you're on vacation, maybe you don't have the table space that you do at home. So I think that's important is is maybe having a game that has a smaller footprint. Yeah, and I think the packaging is a big thing to think about as well. You talk about Happy Salmon being in that nice little uh, carrying case or bananagrams, and so right. you can't screw that up. That's not something that you can mess up the box. You know, it kind of takes the form or whatever it's in. Uh, and, and Sushi Go, having that tin, that metal case, makes it so much easier to carry around because you don't have to worry about screwing up the box. And so I think that's another thing. People, you know, if you're designing a, a game you want people to carry around, think about the packaging. Because if you have a cheap little cardstock deck box, it's probably not going to last very long. Right, right. No, I think packaging is key. Um, and even when you're designing just a board game in general, I mean, Tom Vassell is like a big stickler for the box and the box size. And so it's, it's something to definitely keep in mind is, you know, how many components, what's the size of the board, and, you know, how is it going to fit into a box, and what's, that's, what's the size of that box going to be? Because uh, it's going to be important. People are going to care about it. Yeah, and I think number of components is a, another one too. You know, uh, I was watching uh, a review for Ascension earlier, and it's it's mostly cards, but then there's like 50 of those little gems, those little crystals that come in the game that are the victory points. It's not a super mobile game necessarily because you got all these little gems and you might, you know, lose. Now, at the same time, I guess you could write that down instead if you wanted to take it on the road with you. You wouldn't have to necessarily use those gems or crystals, but I think it's important to note you know, the number of components that somebody has to keep track of, because if it's on the road, if it's on a family vacation, the more stuff in the box, the more stuff that can be lost. And I think so, that's an excellent point, Gabe, uh, the number of components and the size of them. If you have yep. all these little chits or these little gems, you know, how easily are they going to be uh, handled? And is it one of those things where if you're playing it in the car and you go over a bump, are the chips going to go flying everywhere right. and they can't find them because they're in these little nooks and crannies? Yeah, or even playing on an airplane. You know, if you've got the the seat, the, the tray tables folded down and you're playing on an airplane and you hit a little bit of turbulence, uh-oh. You know, like now everything's all over the floor or something like that. Because so, I've seen a lot of people play games on on airplane, whether it's just playing cards, just kind of back and forth. I've also seen a lot of, like, magnetic games, and so maybe that's something to think about, using some kind of magnet uh, system in your game to keep things attached to the board. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. We're uh, I was actually on the train um, in New York on the way to the uh, the Kingdoms Festival, and someone said, can we play Kingdoms on the train? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was one of those things where I was laughing. I said, I don't know if I really want balls flying everywhere yeah. down the subway. Uh, right. You get some uh, yeah. some liability issues all of a sudden with right. uh, when yeah. that comes into play. Well, cool, man. Anything else you can think of as far as just to be aware of as far as games for, you know, for transport, if you want to take games on the road? Um, I think we covered it all. Well, cool, man. Well, Denny, again, really, really looking forward to uh, Kingdom's Long Game coming out here soon, and uh, good luck with everything you got going on. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Good luck with everything with the Board Game Design Lab. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a blast. It's just a lot of fun to get guys on, like like you on the show and just talk about stuff. Right. I'm excited about my T-shirt. I can't wait to get it. So. Yeah, yeah. So that, those come in, as of recording this, those come in, I think, in like four or five days. And so I've already done, I've already got all the boxes and everything, like everybody's addresses, everybody, like we're sitting on G waiting on O right now. I just have to put them in the box and send them out in the mail. So I'm excited to get those out to you, to you and, and everybody else that bought one. I just really appreciate everybody that, that picked one up. I hope they, I hope they're as awesome uh, as I think they're going to be. Yeah, well, I think they look great. I can't wait to wear it. So well, cool, man. Well, again, appreciate you being on the show and uh, we'll, we'll catch you later. Yeah. All right. Bye.